Luke chapter 3, verses 23 through 38, the genealogy of Christ. Jesus, when he began his ministry, was about 30 years of age, being the son, as was supposed, of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Mattathias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of the son of Eslai, the son of Nagai, the son of Math, the son of Mattathias, the son of Semen, the son of Joseph, the son of Jodah, the son of Jonan, the son of Reza, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adi, the son of Kosam, the son of Elkmadam, the son of Er, the son of Joshua, the son of Eliezer, the son of Jorim, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son, son of Jonam, the son of Eliakim, the son of Melia, the son of Mena, the son of Matatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salah, the son of Nashon, the son of Aminadab, the son of Admin, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Afra, Ar- Arphag, Zag- <laughs> something with an X, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. <laughs> this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wow. That's the second time I've heard someone clap. I clap this time for a genealogy recently. Christian Cawthon read the genealogy Dude. out of Matthew two, a few weeks ago. You know, ago. I, I got into a rhythm with it. I got into a rhythm, you but did. then you did. verse 36, A-R-P-H, yeah. A, this is what got me, X. AD. Arfaxid. Arfaxid. Arfaxad. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, 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 just, I just got to it and I was like, I don't know how to read anymore. Like my brain was like went to like K5. Well, here's what I think. I think that we have just established a Christ covenant tradition. Mm. A few weeks ago at, on a, at a young adult's night, Christian Cawthon read a genealogy and the room applauded like very organically. Oh yeah. When she it finished. Amazing. It was amazing. When you finished, I was like, I had my hands up ready to go. Wasn't even really thinking about it. I, I think from now on, when a genealogy is finished reading, we applaud. Let's go. It's, Can't wait till like the next Duck and Goose Summit and it's like Wayne Grudem. And Wayne Grudem like, reads the genealogy on? and we all start clapping. Yeah. Hey, it's, uh, it, it's, it's also clapping because, not just because it's like, oh, you finished it, but also like, I think it's very good that we read these. There we go. I think it's very there good we that we don't skip over these. Um, and every word of God is inspired. Mm-hmm. It is breathed out by God. And these are words of God. And so just 
pick a name. Just pick a name. Well, I was actually going to, before we hopped into the names, I had like a thought about why this is here. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Luke, it kind of seems random, especially, you know, like we don't really think of genealogies. It, not, not today. We don't. Not we today. Don't, we don't so much. Ancestry.com maybe, but not like this. Yeah, yeah. And so we uh, we get to this and it's like, okay, you know, Luke's been telling some pretty awesome stories. Like he kind of like does the best job telling the Christmas story. And, you know, so we're like, we're riding with Luke. And then we get to this and it's like, I'm going to skip to chapter four is, you know, if you're like reading through Luke, like that's oftentimes like sure. our inclination. But, you know, a couple things like, first of all, you can almost like to me, there's almost this sense. So Luke is writing to Theophilus and this is basically like a discipleship letter. It's like this, this man in, you know, Roman leadership likely and, and Luke is writing this well-ordered account yep. of, you know, and basically like if you know anything about how we got the Bible around, you know, the, the couple of decades or several decades following the death and resurrection of Christ, there were all these accounts of Jesus's life and death going around and some inspired some, you know, were bits and pieces and, and some were outright lies. And so it's really interesting. Luke at the very beginning says, I want to make a well-ordered account That's right. uh, that you might, you know, basically grow in the faith. And so this genealogy, there, there's almost like this sense of frustration that sticks through where, you know, I, I can almost imagine like, you know, there's there's all these people who are doubting Christ, who who are ridiculing Christians. And basically the, the criticism is that they kind of like found this random guy from Nazareth and now they're calling him God. And, you know, he, there's nothing special about him. They just are perpetuating rumors about him. And so Luke traces Jesus all the way back to Adam. And through this line, you can see, you know, he's a son of David, son of Abraham. He's the lion of Judah. Like there, right. there's all these things that we see. And so that's just a thought, but I don't know what. Yeah. What, yeah. No, I, I think you're, you're spot on. I think you, you've got a uh, Messiah is supposed to be son of David. Messiah is supposed to be the son of Abraham. So this is a fact check. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, let's see it. And we're not just saying that he is. That's it's right. Like, no, yeah. it's not, this is not just like figuratively he is the son of David. Figuratively he's the son of, of Abraham. Totally. No, we're fact checking and it's true. And, and then there's like so many of these people that we know things about mm. and we see their lives and we see, um, like you said, uh, a few days ago, uh, about Abraham and like he had that 20 year span when God's kind of quiet and he's kind of navigating life. Um, like all of those things mattered and the Lord was using all of that mm -hmm. to usher in Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I think it's really, really encouraging to go back and to say, man, like that's why I said a minute ago, just pick a name. Uh, well, Boaz. Okay. Boaz in verse 32. Well, we, we know some things about, about Boaz. Um, and we could look, we could look back at his life. Uh, and what happens from Boaz? Well, uh, we know about Ruth and what, man, what an incredible story. Okay. So God was using the tragedies in Ruth's life. Uh, to where she would finally meet this guy, Boaz, who was basically a confirmed bachelor. And we can imagine like, man, a confirmed bachelor um, was probably lonely. Is he mm -hmm. ever going to, is God even showing up in his life? 
And not only did God show up in his life and brought him Ruth, not only did God show up in Ruth's life and brought him Boaz, but like they helped bring about the birth of Christ. Yeah. And I just think this genealogy is so important for us to Mm -hmm. realize, man, God was working and working and working, even if it wasn't noticeable to us. Yeah. And to that point, like Ruth is one of my favorite little stories in the Bible because they, uh, you know, Israel just is tanking so hard during the time of the judges, just unbelievably. And, And the Lord's doing some pretty awesome stuff for them. And yet they're just turning away from him time and time again. And in a way, the Lord like begins giving them over and, and he allows them to face oppression and famine and all these hard things. Sure. And when you read the book of Judges on this like macro scale, it kind of seems like God is like withdrawing and punishing. And, you know, he just like can't get through to the people of Israel. But then in Ruth, the first words in the days of the judges, yeah. there was a man and, and it tells us this this really short little story of some of the men of Israel going off, you know, some brothers and their mother and father going off to Moab. And then they, big no-no, they marry Moabite woman. That's right. And so it's the time of the judges. Israel's not in a good place. These men are marrying, you know, these Moabite women. And yet God like looks on Ruth with mercy because of, she fears the Lord and she's loyal and you know, it, it, it's a powerful story of like God's faithfulness. And when we just trace through this lineage, we see God brings redemption and order and kingdom mm-hmm. out of human failure. And, um, that is true on as big a scale as a genealogy that spans millennia. It's also true on as small a scale as the life of Thomas Nelson and like the life of Will Carlisle. Yeah. The, the Lord is faithful to his promises. He mm-hmm. will keep his word. And and we see it is clear that all his promises find their yes and amen in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And he was keeping his word. Even as he disciplined mm-hmm. an entire nation of people, he was still faithful to keep his word and bring about Messiah. Absolutely. And, you know, Jesus is, is the embodiment of keeping his word. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he comes to redeem. He redeems. He goes to the cross. He he loves a whole bunch of different kinds of people in the meantime while he's like walking in flesh on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I I think when I see the genealogy, just in in a, a a macro view, I think what we see is the Lord is faithful to keep His promises, and His promises find their yes and amen in Christ. Mm. That's Amen. that's what I see when I just like scan the whole thing. Amen. It's a great word um, from a great text that is great evidence that Jesus, Son of David, King of all, mm-hmm. is worthy of our worship, and, and God is good and faithful. So Amen. let's meditate on that today. And you know, if you want to ridicule me for any of my. Uh, pronunciations be sure to reach me at thomas at christcovenant.com be checking those emails right away <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh for thomas nelson this is will carlisle and we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on god's word 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.